Previously on Dice Tales, the Children of Destiny were teleported from the Halls of Justice in Waterdeep to a Temple of Lyra, the Goddess of Joy, just outside the city of Erebar. There, Leith and Beyonce were dosed with sparkling joy, which left them giddy for hours. Once they reached Erebar, the group decided to visit a local tavern to see what information they could pick up about the city and the Steel Brotherhood. Jill managed to convince the staff of a busy restaurant that she was a restaurant reviewer, scoring them a table and a delicious dinner, ahead of a long line of waiting patrons. And that's where we pick up the story. And Merrick folds his big arms in front of him on the table here, and uh, he looks across at you, Callista, and he says, so where do we really start? I... I do not even know if I have any contacts left. Was to make a wisdom check? Thirteen. Something is still niggling at the back of your mind. And it was the same thing that you felt when you were in Waterdeep and heard about the sword. And it sounded like familiar-ish in some way. And you're sure that you've heard of this sword and it was something you heard of here, but you still cannot place when or how that was. The sword was definitely here at some point. I, I cannot remember if it is something that my father had his hands on or wanted to get his hands on and someone else in the city owns it, but it it was here. Would Can it make I scan sense to oh. talk to him about it? <laughs> that would not end well. <clears throat> he would not share information and I can be very persuasive. Uh mm Leith. Um, I kinda look at Leith and I'm just like He doesn't need to know that you're involved. Leith, stop. I'm just Throwing out ideas. I know, the bad, Yes, Lee, this may be a touch beyond your ability. Well, I fear if it is what I think it is, if it is something he wants that badly, if someone comes asking around it, I do not think he would leave that loose end hanging. I think he would eliminate you. Ooh. You, uh, oh. Who do you think- I kind of- from your I'm information before, who would possibly know? What I know of any like black market, um, knowledge local. black market artifact dealers that we might be able to talk to? Knowledge look, I'll give you a plus five bonus because you dealt with that stuff a lot. Oh, and we're in the city now. That's helpful. Yay. <laughs> hey. Are, is it safe to say we're relatively out of earshot of any yeah, you guys are in a private. Listening. Yes, you're in a private store, or okay. store alcove. So. Okay. Eighteen. I've been rolling like crap. Eighteen. That's enough. Uh, yes, indeed, you do know somebody who was an antiquities collector, who your father worked with um, on occasion, not like regularly, but. When you guys had black market goods that you needed to offload, that sort of thing, uh, he was the person you often went with. And his name was Phileas Fiddlebottom. <laughs> Phileas Fiddlebottom. He is a gnome. 
<laughs> and you do know where he was last able to be found, at least. I'll share that. And he is not a member of the Steel Brotherhood. Correct. Okay. What? There is we- someone we could ask. Um, we will need to invent some sort of cover story. I will not be able to tell him who I really am. Um, I mean, at this point. we've accumulated a handful of rather interesting artifacts ourselves. Perhaps we just pay a visit to his shop under that pretense and take a look around at first. And then, depending on how that goes, we can ask other questions. Do you think he would have could us a magic sword that would destroy such an item just sitting out in his shop? I do not I do not think it would be. Did he have a shop? Is that or was he, he just like a, okay. he did have a shop, yeah, but no, it was I, a front for black market goods. No, um, I do not think it would be in his shop. And and what would you <coughs> estimate the value of this sword at? You make an appraise, Jack. I would you, imagine it is priceless. Yeah. Sword so, that saves the world. It is not so roll an appraise, Jack. That um your father Six. would part with easily. Uh, so we we cannot buy it from him and we would only be able to relieve him of it. I would way. imagine that is how, if he, in fact he owns it, he acquired it in the first place. Seamus. Oh, can I put the fear Seamus. of tear in him? Yes. Are can you? I please put the fear of tear in him? Are we playing? He does not fear tear. Now, Leith, if you He will fear me. Allow me to continue, Leith, and I my next question, Callista, is there anyone who works for your father who perhaps could see themselves better on the throne? I am sure. But I do not know who is part of the organization at this point. Um, it has been too long, and... Do you still hold any clout among (laughs) the higher bosses? I'm looking at Seamus, and I'm like... Is there somebody that I can send a message to? And, like, some sort of, I don't know, activation phrase or something that I could ask? I got my hand on Callista's would, shoulder. And would there like, have been anyone else who would have been more sympathetic to me or did everyone effing hate me besides Theris? Right. Pretty much everybody hated yeah. you. Yeah, um, you didn't really have any friends in your organization, no. <laughs> so I, I think I need to uh, paint you a picture of, of uh, what the situation really was. I... Most people in the organization felt I was where I was because I was related to my father. Oh, but beyond still kind of being an after in the afterglow, we'll definitely like look. Obviously, as you all saw, he definitely connects with that, mm. and he'll like reach out to grab her hands if he can. Oh God! <laughs> now I earned the place that I had. No, okay, but. <laughs> I was not exactly a warm and cuddly person. People did not really want to get close to me. Well... (laughs) I am not saying that I am now. 
I still am not. <laughs> but I really was not then. Everyone hated me is what I am trying to say. Uh, I'm and sure no, not everyone. The only person who did not is dead. Well, shit. So yes, everyone. Um, did well. Well, the point yes, is, my father hates me too. Is should we just attempt to gather information about its location and steal it outright, or would it be better to have some sort of assistance from the inside? I don't think we're going to get any assistance from I the do not inside, think we James. will be able to get assistance from the inside. I think gathering information once we find out where it's, if we are lucky, perhaps he does not yet possess it. Perhaps someone else in this town possesses it, and we can steal it from them. All right, Leith, it's a heist. We don't have to steal anything. We can just go Leith talk just to very quietly has the largest smile spread across oh his face. Oh, my God. I think we will need to steal it. Uh, one more thing that you all should be aware of before we go out and start attempting to gather information is what to look for. The Steel Brotherhood is everywhere, and you should know their sigil so that you will recognize it. They wear it. Every operative wears it somewhere on themselves, usually in the form of a pin or a patch. Um, but just so you are careful, if you come across... Um, these people, so you do not ask the wrong questions. Their sigil is a dagger, upright with a point going up, with a viper twining up it. The mouth of the viper is like mid mid strike. It's intimidating. They it sound like a bundle point. of laughs. They are not. And, and so I. And she, she said that completely, like straight faced, like she didn't. Yeah, get the sarcasm there. So we could yeah. assume then. <laughs> That if they wear their sigil out in the open, they fear no reprisal from being recognized as a member of this gang. That's, yes, that is accurate. Or that was accurate 13 years ago. I do not know if it has changed, but yes. Then they so are indeed quite powerful. And in these circumstances, we should not trust any public officials either. Yes, they probably have point, their seedy fingers in... Well, yes. Can't handle a that is, officer of the law who gives in to such things weaklings. You are right, Seamus. Many officials in this town are in my father's pocket. I uh <laughs> as they're having this very heavy conversation, Jill is kind of panicked and looking at all this food and trying to take a total in her head about how much it will cost. <laughs> Um, oh. No, no, Daenerys. It's okay. We're all going to split the bill equally. So just. I'm not a bitch. I'm not going to freaking dine and dash. I want to know how much this costs. You can make it a praise, Jack. I would love to. Appraise the food. Oh, hey, of course. It's I'm glad I got a 19 door. on that. It's a 21. Dine dimension. 21. All right, one second here. Um, now, we didn't order the apps, so do we just go on the bill? Now, we'll split the apps, split the apps. I'm sure they'll be fine with it. Don't you have, like, a company charge account or something? I look over at Beyonce. And uh, it's, the, it's the caviar that was brought out that's really going to do you in here. Oh, crap. Yeah. God, Total USA is going to run about 80 gold, which for a meal is ridiculous. Wow. Wow. I can't afford that. I'll pay it. I mean, technically, but wow. That's wow. 
Hmm. I'll pay it. Okay. But good uh, thing I'm like, yeah. Beyonce will like kind of like elbow Jill and be like, good thing eating well is going to handle that, right? <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> when, we, when we get to leaving the tip, Seamus is going to attempt to leave a Werther's as a tip. <laughs> I uh, I have oh something God. for I have something for after we leave. I have a cute little denouement. Please continue. With All right, morbid conversation. So, well, we know where we're going. Merrick says, and you guys can kind of finish up your meal here. And the the maitre d will come around, and he will set the bill down face down, and he will say, "Oh, was there anything else that we could do for you?" Uh, everything was absolutely delicious. Did Thank you enjoy you. the um, music that we sent over? Oh, the music was terrific. Who's performing tonight? Um, it is our house musician. His name is Thelonious. Thelonious. I look over at Thelonious. Is he hot? Let's see. Yeah, is he hot? Uh, yes, he is a very attractive oh. man with a, yeah. a pencil mustache and like slick back hair, but just like very chiseled features. <laughs> the awesome. is just Does kind he have of a like. of like a knife and a snake anywhere on him? Uh, perception check. Oh. <laughs> Shout of curiosity, who does who does the bill get set in front of? Jill. Of course. It's 26? And not the UC. Okay. Thank you so much. This was delightful. We are going to be heading out in just a few of minutes. Course. And, and um, uh, how will you be paying today? I just, uh, I are like, we'll be are paying. There options? It's like, a brick of gold. I actually do pull out like a little stack. It kind of resembles poker chips and Jill like stacks it actually like in two stacks and then goes like, and like makes it into one stack, like pro poker players. Sleight of hand, Miss Pro Poker Player. <laughs> no. What are, you, what are your financing wanna. options? Yeah, it's oh, a fourteen. The, like to be on the play, payment plan. It's not as smooth as you want it to be, but the yeah. idea gets there. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been a delight. Of course, I, I hope we can count on you to write a glowing review. Oh, you will get a very good review. Beyonce takes the dr the drink. Uh, looks at Jill to eating well, and then. Well. <laughs> and Merrick says to eating well. <laughs> he down says and picks up the last like piece of shrimp. <laughs> yeah, it sets down the drink and says, uh, such a great side hustle, right to Merrick. <laughs> She's a woman is of it, many, many. Is talents. it really though if you still have to pay for the whole meal? Let's go. <laughs> yep, let's go down. And after yeah. the children of destiny are gone, probably about 10 minutes later, when the Mater D <laughs> goes over there, you see a tiny like note, like stuck with like gum or just something sticky to the wall and said, just says food was great. Mm. Promised a good review for your wall. Thank you. And that's it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys ever notice how about like, 25% of D&D is just restaurant fantasy experiences. Yeah! <laughs> We're gonna go out to eat! <laughs> I mean, after a pandemic, I feel like right. it makes sense. Right. I'm this gonna is hug someone. I need. Ooh, they have both West and East Coast oysters. Delightful. Oh. <laughs> Thin and thick crust pizza. All right. Brick um, oven. 
Callista, you remember where you could find Phileas's shop before. So presuming he hasn't moved, um, it was previously called the Nether and Void, and it's in the Merkin section. So that's where you guys currently are anyway. I lead them in that direction. All right. And you would indeed find that the Nether and Void still stands to this day. It is a two-story brick number, um, and out front it's got some glass windows that will have um, some various, like, bespelled things happening uh, just for people who walk by to ooh and ah at <laughs> some things that probably have permanency spells cast on them, like they glow or they have dancing lights around them or um, they press to digitate or... <laughs> I love it. Um, here. As we're coming up, I, I say to Leith, I'm like, Leith, if you want to uh, talk to him like there's some subterfuge, if you want to speak in Gnome, I speak Gnome too, so I could listen in. All right. Who's sure. uh, that? Sounds who's like an idea. Taking point on Also, this? I technically uh, speak all languages, so I, at any point. Well, aren't you something? Yes, I am. <laughs> he, the- Shame, uh, he touch, uh, Beyonce touches Seamus' shoulders. He really is. Before we go in, we should uh, talk about our approach. I mean, not everyone knows that he is a front for black market dealing, so we need, we need to be able to explain how we knew to ask about things. Um, what about saying that we were referred to him by someone we had dealings with, say Dakar, Vizun Dakar. I would not name drop my father because it is too easy to check. That's a good idea. Would they fear the Zun Dakar? He does not need to fear him. We just need to explain how we heard of, how we heard he might be able to help us with some black market dealings. Well, are we trying to buy something or fence something? We are trying to find information. Yes, and thusly, we should either make it very economical for him or make him very afraid of the outcome if he does not participate. Hmm. I feel like maybe having something to break the tension, to kind of lubricate the conversation. All right. You still got some of direction. You still got some of that glitter? No. I was no. thinking perhaps what we glitter? just say that we're trying to get rid of something and we heard he might be the person to talk to about those types of things. Do we have something to sell or to pretend Leap to sell? We'll reach into That's his it, pouch. We gotta, I mean, no, <clears throat> no. And pull been out adventuring for like three years now. We got to have something good. A pale colored icosahedron. No! Oh no! Oh, I do not think we should. That is dangerous. I'm not saying that we have to sell it to him. I'm just saying it's intriguing enough that it might open doors. Wait, is that the knuckle bone? Knuckle bone of fickle fortune. It is. Yes. And then Lee will go to stick it back in his pouch and almost fumble it, and then make a reflex save. Yes. But why? That was more of like a, he did it to make them all nervous. I know, but okay. when you Could do still that, choke. make a reflex save. You asshole. You asshole. Natural 20. Okay. 
you are fine, but you feel like it almost tries to leap out of your hand. And then when you do that and then you catch it uh, and pretend nothing ever happened. There's just a split second of panic on Leet's face. His eyes just get momentarily wide and then he tucks it and tightens his pouch. If you ever do that that again, I'm taking it away. Beyonce was like starting to make a move to go grab it. Leet, I I see where you're going and I like it. but I worry about the ultimate outcome if we present that artifact in particular. Now, I do wonder, um, how much money do we have collectively? We've got a couple hundred gold. Same. I have less now. I have maybe a hundred. Do we have a party fund? No, you guys have never set one up. You have literally never set one up. Capitalism. Yeah, we're really bad with the whole finance and like looting bodies. You guys are. You guys shit. don't. You you've never been a party that's that's really tried hard to get money for the sake of the show. You guys basically. are are pretty poor for a adventuring party. Well, we're just we're level. doing it for the exposure. So I just treated you all to an eighty gold lunch. I think I'm out on this one. Thank you. Well, uh, the, if we take you, care of my father, we, we can get some money. Yes. Um, the, the only reason I bring it up is we may need to offer um, this fellow some sort of commission um, for why we are interested in this artifact in particular. No, well, we could just say that we're collectors. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything specific. It doesn't. You guys are making too much of this. It doesn't have to be anything. Because it always elaborate for us. I think I think most collectors do not do not reveal the reason why they why they want a particular item. Yes, but th- think this through, everyone. This man is perhaps the most powerful man in this city, and we are ah. walking in asking for his prized possession. Why on earth would this simple merchant tell us? Uh, well, we we do not know that he owns it. We could just ask. Frankly, he the, probably doesn't. Look at his storefront. He probably knows. Uh, we're in the market. Seamus is talking about my father. See what he's got. Oh, yes. Honestly, I, I think just finding out whether or not my father owns it mm. is a valuable piece of information. Agreed. All right. Well, if we aren't going to pay him off, then we have to tread carefully with how we offer our questions. As you guys are standing there outside the shop, um, Make a perception checks, please. <laughs> As the Just DM bickering. tries to speed things up. <laughs> no. Reasonably 23. so. 20, 24. As we're like bickering outside. 19. 27. Ooh. Uh, like 34. Whoa. Okay. Literally all of you would notice there are two gentlemen. Um, one of them is pretty tall. Uh, and, and very broadly built. And the other one is a short, skinny guy. Um, and both of them are wearing like these, these long black jackets, black gloves, <laughs> uh, and they got these bowler hats on. <laughs> uh, but they are kind of looking around shady. Seamus, you would notice in particular. And they walk in the store. The little guy goes in first. And then the big guy goes in, he looks out, bends out to look both ways, just like looks past you guys, and then goes back in and you would see him take the sign that says open on the door and he flips it to closed. 
And then his hand drops to lock the door. And you can see that through the window um, on the door. And then they head inside. Leith is going to cast message to the guy that turned the sign and locked the door and just say, very subtle, nice. God damn it, Leith. <laughs> damn it, Leith. You tipped him off. <laughs> what, would I know if that's standard operating procedure for when they want to deal with Phileas or is shit about to go down and we need to, to save him if we want to talk that's to him? That's not an operating procedure you are familiar with. I think going to pick up the money. If we wish to speak with him, we may need to intervene here. All right. Do we want a quick, quiet entrance or something louder? Uh, quiet, I think. Leave Are we in agreement? Fingers. Is that all right with everyone? If we Speaking of louder, Seamus, with you 30 something, um, as you guys are discussing this outside, inside, you would hear a sound like shattering glass. I said quiet. All right, everyone. Anything more? Just the glass? Just that. Uh, this is trouble. This is trouble for the shopkeep. Now is All the right. time. We either intervene or we wait until they come out and ask him while he is vulnerable. This is uh, our I only think he will be dead. We need to go in there. This is our only lead. But, uh, Leith has already cast Dimension Door to arrive inside the shop, and he just unlocks the door and swings it open from the inside. And a boy! Okay. All right, so you guys uh, were about to try to interrupt whatever the hell is going on here. Some sort of nonsense is happening. Some trouble is afoot at the Nether and Void. So you had just Dimension Doored in. Am I correct, Leith? Yes, just to open announced, the door and let everyone else in. Announce your presence, let everybody in. Um, what you would see, <clears throat> so uh, the shop itself is pretty meticulously kept. There's a lot of um, like glass cases around the place and um, you can't Big see clocks. like straight to <laughs> make a perception check. You can't see straight to the desk area um, from right where you're at right now. Like you'll have to kind of go around the corner. 27. There's some bookshelves and stuff. Yes, there's like a cuckoo clock that's hanging here. So uh, it's up on the wall. It's not like a grandfather clock on the ground, but there's some sort of cuckoo clock oh, that is, draws your attention immediately. Um, mental note. But around that corner, you would hear somebody say, oh, what are these wise guys doing? Why don't you go see what's going on and I'll take care of things here. Wise guys. <laughs> Close the wise door behind guys. us, someone. Uh, it's, but Whoever is in last, close the door. But Beyonce will run in. All right, so you're going to run around the corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I- I'm coming too. I'm coming too. All right, I'm going in. I will close the, the door then. And then we're all going. Door. We're all going in. What you see, that big guy, so the, the really broad-shouldered dude, he now has on his hand like a spiked gauntlet. So, and he's he's got it like this, and it's just spikes coming out. And uh, in his other hand, he's got like, like a club <laughs> that looks like it had extended. Ooh. And he, he's almost blocking your way, but you can kind of see past him to where the scrawnier guy is standing. And he's got one of those club sticks out as well. And I've got a picture here of the gnome who is standing there. So I'll put that up so Ross can show you guys. 
This oh, guy, buddy. About, oh, my God. About 90% beard. <laughs> I love him. I love him, too. We must protect him at all costs. And he's got lots of, like, just various things shoved in his pockets. And he has lots of little um, satchels and things attached to him. Um, just... You know, very, very gnome-like, very clearly an older gentleman. And you would remember, Calissa, that this is indeed uh, Phileas himself. So this is Phileas Fiddlebottom. And the the other guy clearly had just knocked one of the cases, like, <gasps> with his thing, because there is broken glass all over the floor. And there is some kind of item that was made of glass that has been shattered um, as well. And yeah, the big, big beefy guy. guy is in your way. And he just goes like this, like the spikes just hanging off the top. <laughs> and he says, yeah. you walked into the wrong clothes shop, friends. And you faced the wrong cleric. <laughs> I think you walked into their wrong shop. And Beyonce will cast. And we're going to roll it in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. What up? Fighting the mob. No, I roll like shit on a knit all the time. Shit and then- on a knit. Shit on a knit. 21. Shit on a knit. I got an eight. Hold on. We're, I will call for them in a moment. One second while I write down my own. Okay, I got Seamus, so, uh, Lee. 13. Lista. Um, uh, 20 for me. Katya? And for Katya, it is a nat 20 for a 31. Whoa. Yeah, Katya. Sick of uh, girl. Beyonce. Uh, 11. And Jill. Eight. Eight. What's your uh, modifier? Five. Okay. And then Mary crit failed, so he's down at the bottom. Damn. Yeah. Uh, just grab ass and in the back. Too. Yeah, probably. All right, so uh, Katya will get to react first to this if she would like to do anything. And twice. She gets two full rounds. Can she get past the big guy? Since she's lower to the ground? Yes, because he hasn't gone yet, so she can just go right past him. She wants to slip past the big guy and then try to intimidate the little guy. All right. Not not Phileas, but the make an intimidation check. <laughs> the other little guy. Because she's Rich so good guy. at this. The bad little guy. Well. The Joe Pesci. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. She got oh. five. Oh god. <laughs> okay, so she jumps in there. Um, uh, what, so what is she doing that's so adorable that it's not intimidating at all? Um, so she, when she dove, she tried to like dive through really acrobatically, but it ended up being like a roll and she ended up on her back and like oh. flailing a little bit before she like got back to her feet. And then she like suddenly remembered what she was doing and she went. So the guy Arr! is like watching this incredulously and he, he looks past like the cat at the other guy and he goes, what does it want? A ball of twine? <laughs> uh, that not, pisses her off. Not seen so intimidated at all. So. For her second action, <laughs> she's going to swipe, swipe with her claws because now she's Ooh. pissed because he basically called her a kitty cat. Whoa. That's a 23. Yeah. And a 19. Attack? 
Yes. Because uh, he's flat-footed, those will both hit. <gasps> nice. Right. One is a 10 damage, and the other one is a six damage. 10 and six. All right. Nice. So uh, is she biting or clawing? Those are claws. Okay. So she's just going to... And he's going to go, wow, kitty got claws. And at that point, it is the big guy's turn. So he's going to turn around at that. And he's going to try to grab her by the scruff of the neck. But what's her CMD? Her CMD is 27. She's going to very easily duck out of the way of that because this guy is big and slow. And he's going to say, scram, cat. And just slowly, Seamus, he's now turned around. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go for that big guy. And I'm going to do a uh, begin a flurry of blows with a flying kick right to that guy. Um, so my first one is a uh, 28 to hit. 28 will hit. Uh, And that deals, God, I hope these guys are hardy. Um, That deals uh, 10 damage. Yep. All right, you fly and kick him right in the back of the head. And he like moves just a little bit like, <laughs> Not as much as you think he would, oh, and then he's like no. slowly standing up again, like Drago. Yeah, and then yeah. we're gonna go with a uh, punch to the Thank chest. You. They're hardy. Uh, and that's a uh, twenty-six to hit. That'll just barely get through to him. Uh, that does eight damage. Okay. And then we're gonna get. Oh God, rolling hot tonight. So that's twenty-seven to hit. Yep. Uh, and that does 13 damage. Nice. And then uh, number four. See so pl- Oh, Jesus! Wow. Uh, 28 to hit, even with wow, the John. <laughs> Dang. James. James. Uh, I'm in a body bag. Seven, seven <laughs> damage. Okay. Got a problem with that. And my final, and probably most pitiful <laughs> of all. Wow, um, is still a twenty-four to hit. Holy <laughs> shit, Chuck! Okay, so um, all of these, like as you're as you're hitting him, Seamus, like he's harder than you expect, just like thick muscle. And so by the time you get to the last you one, that one's just like beat rock. That one just hurts your own hand and doesn't seem to even do anything to him. But before that, you're at least getting through. But he barely moves under the onslaught of all of these. You will lose. Blows. What's this guy made of? <laughs> He's not a machine. He's a man. <laughs> um, I will knock two regular arrows, draw my bow, or draw them back, aim it at the big guy, and say, stand down or I shoot. And I'm gonna hold my action 
And if he does anything else, if either one of them do anything else aggressive, I will let them. Can I do that? Make an intimidate check. Nice, nice, nice. Get it. Get it, get it, get it. No, 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 no. That's a 15. 15. All right. And uh, both of them like stare at you for a second. And then they start laughing. Like the other guy, like has this little high pitched laugh, and the big guy's like, <laughs> "Oh my god, get a load of this one!" And Leith, it'll be your turn. I'm funny. How dare I use you, you. Disrespect this man's establishment. And Leith is going to reach a hand forward towards the big guy, clench his fist. His eyes are going to flare. Uh, an arcane green, and he will cast Hold Person. I need a. Uh, will? Will save of 21. Is you get an eight. <clears throat> so Whoa. he is paralyzed for yep. 13 rounds. He can keep rolling every round, but he is currently paralyzed. Wow. All nice. right. And then Leith will just casually duck between this enormous person's legs and stand mm-hmm. very close to the smaller one and All just right. smile as his eyes continue to glow and say, <laughs> you're going to be dealing with me now. And he'll crack his knuckles. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> um, so uh, it's a, a, a big guy is um, currently held. Currently held, but little guy isn't, correct? Right. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, all right, and then Be- Beyonce will go past, look at the uh, um, at the smaller guy, um, obviously the not Phileas, and uh, he'll clap his hands together like purple, like uh, speckles of light will go, the, uh, will emanate from it, and then he'll pull his hands aside, and it'll be a. Uh, uh, it's glowing golden chains, and he'll uh, uh, he'll say that I uh, give me the strength to fetter those who you will to be chained, and it's uh, and he will uh, uh, cast chains of light on him. Not just the pink this anymore. Before. <laughs> you have DC twenty one. Leaf has. Uh, will is save. that a reflex? Leaf Jameis and Katya will save. Will save, and this is at the small guy, right? Yep. He got a 28. Well, then I'll just run right up to him and stand over him with my sword drawn. Okay. All right. And Jill, it's your turn. Okay. Um, Damn, that would have been way cooler. I want to get up to big dude, and I just want to hit him with my axe. (laughs) Okay. He's paralyzed, yeah? Yep. Okay, here I go. Thanks, Lee. (laughs) <laughs> that is a nat 20, bro. Well, I mean, he is paralyzed. It makes sense. Yeah, right. But because he's paralyzed, do I get my sneak attack damage as well? Yep. He's flat-footed, yeah? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's uh, six. That's fine. We don't want to okay. kill him. So that's, well, <laughs> uh-oh. <So> that's <laughs> you can say non-lethal, I think. Uh, uh-oh! Too late. Oops. Gotta say when you make keep the, the little one alive. Oh, that's seventeen points of damage on big dude with my axe. We killed your big friend. Now you better talk. Uh, no, he's not dead. 
Okay, I want to hit him again. You bury your axe in his side uh, and then pull it out and he's still standing. She's just like chopping down a tree, taking the wedge out. Yeah, exactly. Want to hit him again. Here I go. That is a 27 to hit. Yep. All righty. That is, oof, that is uh, 11 points of damage. Okay. And then one more. Yep, because he's still up. Uh, that's a nat one. Damn it. Nat one. Oh, boy. All right, and you're using your axe? Yeah. Okay, let's see. One of two axes, thank you very much. <laughs> it's heavy. Uh, you're fatigued because you have to hit him so hard that you're now fatigued. It's like-, like chopping down a tree. It's like... It is, yeah. It's like whack the first one. I'm like, ugh. And then, like the next one is just like, yeah, you just can't believe. Oh my like, god, how how tough this guy is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and the 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 other guy's gonna take a step back and lift his gloved hands and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he, he he looks at you, Beyonce. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And he says, you ever had this one? How can you tell an Asimov from a tiefling? I never heard of a tiefling paladin. <laughs> Make a will save. Oh my god! It's like that was a terrible joke. Twenty-five. <laughs> I don't look like a tiefling right now, though. So, Calista's just 25. in the back heckling. <laughs> oh, you suck. Oh. He said twenty-five. Have horse. Yeah. Okay, you're fine. You can tell he's trying to cast a spell, like with his jokes. Uh, but it does not work. <laughs> so we'll lean over and just say, silly man, one of my best friends is a tiefling. Katya. I've heard funnier jokes in a funeral. <laughs> Katya's gonna move between the little guy and Phileas with her front to the little guy. Okay. Like she's clearly defending Phileas. She's hoping well, Phileas gets that. if you were going that. past him like that with the bow, he would get an attack of opportunity potentially. Katya. This is Katya. Oh, yeah, that's fine, but Katya is still going around him. Okay, but she doesn't have a bow, though. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. But still could potentially provoke if she's not going to attack him. She is going to attack him. Oh, then yeah, go ahead. She's just trying to reposition herself (laughs) first, and then she's going to give him another slash slash. Okay. She just wants to be clear to Phileas that she's not a threat to him. She's a threat to the guys who are attacking him. Nice. Nice. Uh, that is a 26 and a 24. Those both hit. Whoa. And that's eight damage and seven damage. Okay. So 15 total. All right, big guy's gonna try to shake off this spell. So he gets a new save. Uh, only a 12, not enough. Wow. Seamus. Uh, yeah. Just gonna punch him some more, I think. Which one, the big guy or the little guy? The big guy that I'm on. Okay. Yeah. You do that to Apollo Creed, they'll sue us for murder. <laughs> um, yeah, so since I'm already upon him, I can begin a flurry of blows as normal. And my first one is a 20 to hit. That hits? Oh, wait, 20 on the big guy? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that will not get through to him. Okay. He's helpless, though. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. On number two, I'm going to use my style strike, which is a hammer, uh, hammer blow. Uh, and that <laughs> one is a 26 to hit. That one will. Nice. So I bring this massive hammer down right on top of his crown, which allows me to double my dice uh, with a 14 damage. Okay. Uh, number three, regular strike is a... Uh, Actually, 14 will finally, like, send him down on his Ooh. knees. The great tree. So paralyzed, but it's going to, like, bring him down. So he's down, not dead, but down. Yeah. And I, I, I go to like do one more punch and I, I give him the old like, and I blow him Yes, dude! Oh, <laughs> the 80s movie references tonight are hit strong. the floor. <laughs> Calista. Good job, Chuck. All right, so big guy's down. Yep. Little guy. Little guy watches that happen wide-eyed. I'm gonna keep my bow drawn and just walk over to little guy and like put the tips of the arrows like right by his neck with it still drawn mm -hmm. and say, so it is your move. What are you going to do? And you'd see him swallow. And he says, ain't no trouble here. Let us go. Ain't no trouble. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, that's such a bad idea. Don't do it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Now without wiping their memories. Uh, uh, yes, Leith, actually, now that we have them. Uh, extract what you can from this man and then obliterate him. Oh my god! Are we still in initiative? Uh, well, if you guys are not going to take his offer, then yes, we're going to stay in initiative. So, um... Re sorry, can you repeat his offer? He's, let willing, him go. He, he's willing to stand down if you let him go. I mean, well, mm. technically, we might. Oh, go. we're gonna let him go. Yeah, so now, uh, not this very yeah. moment. Yeah. Stand down, young man. Yeah, uh, 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 depends on. Yeah, if what you're not gonna going to fight him us. anymore, then we can be out of initiative. Yeah, I think okay. that's fair. No, okay. I'm not gonna hit him anymore, but unless he deserves it. I just kind of keep my axe like near big dude's neck and I'm just kind of like watching Callista. I'll I'll let the tension go from my bowstring and I'll say, um, why are you here? Why are you menacing this man? We we just, will it's just orders. We just got orders. We're just yeah. here. What were your orders? Beyonce will cast discern lies on him. At a boy. Okay. So what's the save? Uh, it's a will save, uh... He crit failed, it so it's gonna work. Crit failed, fuck yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yes, that is true. And um, then it's, and that, and that Beyonce's eyes will, uh, like, he'll see him as, like, the most, like, he could tell if I could see if he's lying. Okay. And I... And he says... They were orders, my orders were to come here, deliver a message. I saw, I was just delivering a message. And what was the message? message? He's just like stereo in here. Uh, the message was, <laughs> and he, he looks stereo? Over, over at Ed Phileas out of the corner of his eye. And he says, 
He, I mean, he can tell you what I said. Don't look at him. We're asking you to tell us what you said. All right. Um, tell the, the Brotherhood that they ain't the only players in town. Oh. And that the Revenant, he's got enemies. And Lita's going to grab him by the shirt. What? <clears throat> and cast Conditional Curse. Right. And say, Hold on, where are you from? Yes. Hold on, hold on, guys. One thing at a time. Leaf oh, is doing something oh, right now. Crap. If you tell anyone very that you saw us here, you will never cast magic again. And I and need him to make. It's a will save. <clears throat> uh, y- yes. Yes. He got a twenty. That is not enough. Okay. Um. So. The rules of this spell, I can't just like take someone's magical ability away, but I can yep. decrease his ability score mm-hmm. by minus six. So which whatever his score, which ability score are you gonna target? You have to make that decision. I'm Is gonna go wisdom. Okay. Uh or I'm sorry. Wizards are intelligence, right? Wizards I'm pretty sure are he's a bard. Aren't he you cast Tasha's. I'm a sorcerer. Wizards oh. have to remember too much shit. Right. Um, <laughs> but your charisma I'm hard also, time right? With, like the ten spells I do have. Bards and sorcerers, sorcerers are, both are charisma. charisma. Yep. He uh, cast Tasha's that's not a wizard else. spell. He, I'll do he also was then. able. Okay. Because I'm also a charisma caster. So. Okay. Bad boy. All right. And he says, "I'm not telling no lies." Can I, I didn't say you couldn't tell lies. I said, don't tell anyone that you saw us here. If well, you do, you'll never cast again. Yeah, right. So. And Leet's eyes will again, like, burn bright green, and he'll use uh, his haunted fey aspect ability to just make himself more intimidating. And what imposing. is this guy? What is his problem? The name's Leet uh, Sulfan. A- you haven't heard of me. And you'll never tell anyone that you did. <laughs> now go. So you are you are of the hmm. revenant. What is this revenant? I'm this not of the you. revenant. The message is for the revenant. Who do you? Serve? I thought the message was for the brotherhood from the revenant. No, it's from the ruby razors. The ruby oh, fuck! Razors. How many? How many groups are here? <laughs> That's a fucking horrible name. The There's ruby razors? All these minor gangs here and there. <laughs> it's like uh, stupid little word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jill kind of rolls her eyes and is like, Beyonce, your turn. Uh, it's a, um, I think you need to tell us a little bit more. What do you want to know? Everything. About you and your ruby razors. We're a gang? You're in town? I work for the gang? Why are you trying to intimidate him? Well, it all began in the second grade. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Ah, how far back you want me to go? You need my life story? Why are you intimidating him? Well, this guy, he, he pays to the Brotherhood for protection. And what, you think you can protect him better than the Brotherhood can? Yeah. I think we're missing one that- vital piece of information, and I kind of Brotherhood's get- going soft. Ooh. 
I look at really? the big dude. I look at the big dude, and I just kind of like I got my axe he's still up under his. Oh yeah, uh, he's still he's still conscious. Yep, I got my axe sort of here. Zero hit points. I tip him under the chin a little bit. I'm like, he's still paralyzed too for the moment. Cause it's only been seconds at this point. I lean down. So he has eye eye contact. I'm like, who's the revenant. And I'm like, I look over at Leith and I'm like, Leith, I don't know. New guy up and coming Lieutenant. He works for the brotherhood. He is yeah. he a gnome? Is he a human? Is he a half? I don't know. I haven't seen the guy. Works for the Brotherhood. I said, get, well, uh, discern, discern lies should still be up. Um, it's it, true. He's it's not true. lying. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He this doesn't know. Does, this guy doesn't know anything. He's like, I, I don't know. He's, he's Lucian's assassin. I, I, I see. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I step in true. really close and grab the front of his shirt and pull him close. Oof. How long has he been Lucian's assassin? For years. I don't know, but he's only gotten big time uh, lately. Big time so how? Yeah. He's making a lot of moves. Uh, a lot of the things around here that are going on have his mark on him. Like, like he has aspirations higher than Lucian? Probably. Where can we find him? Probably wherever you can find the Brotherhood. I ain't his keeper. <laughs> Real quick, is Phileas still here? Yeah, Phileas is like, he's pushed right up way. against the wall, like slowly <laughs> trying to inch away. Patsy is guarding Phileas. <laughs> Lethal just hold yeah, a that, finger that, up that, to that. him and say, sir, I apologize for the inconvenience. We will be with you shortly. Yeah, <laughs> Beyond, like once, like all, uh, once uh, Callista takes control of that situation, he'll just like, kind of like put his hand on Justifier and be looking at Phileas. Uh, and, and I turn to the group and say, "May we dispatch with these um, yes. gentlemen presently?" And I turn to dispatch. Why are we dispatching? <laughs> I may, I got, I got my word and my bond that I'm not going to tell Lee. anybody. Lee. What's your name? Lee. Do it now. They call me Deceit. Deceit. Uh, it's a, uh, that's 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 Seed, like D-A-S-C-I-D, but you say it like Deceit. <laughs> is that, is he lying? No, I mean, that. well, that's what they call him. That's what he said. That's what he calls him. real name. I don't Deceit. like sharing my real name. How long well, have you're you dealing with the wrong people? How long have you been in the city? How long been have you here. been working here? I've been here a couple of years. Ah. Uh. I punch him in the <laughs> face. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding roll. him for Seamus, and then I, I just like, let him go. Roll an attack. With pleasure. Is there so mean? Uh, um, okay. 17 to hit. 17, uh, that'll hit him because he's being held. Good. Good. I'm just, I'm going for non-lethal if I could here. Okay. As soon as Seamus makes contact, I'm gonna let go. All right. Cause I was hoping he would remember me. How's a five do for you? A five, okay. Um, so he's gonna stagger back a little bit. And he's like, geez, I thought I was cooperating. What do you people want? You're a do you not rough people up even when they cooperate? Sometimes. 
Not always. Ah, but sometimes. This is one of those sometimes. I'm a gentleman. I try to conduct my business in a gentlemanly manner. I am (laughs) sure you And you're also a lawbreaker. And I am a disciple of tear. Please, Leith, will you modify his memory and send his fool on his way? What? I think we're done here, sister. And I look at Callista and I'm like, I kind of shrug, making sure. He doesn't gotta modify to nothing. He already put the juju on me that I can't tell anybody anything, or I'm not gonna be able to do any magic. The other guy can remember, though. Perhaps we should modify his memory. Yeah, that's fine. Do the boat. Send them on their way. We have other business. Leave. You might you might do him a service if you mess with his brain. He needs it. <laughs> Leith. All right. <clears throat> I need a uh, big guy to make a will save of 22. Uh, he did not make that, no. Okay, I cast Feeble Mind on him, and his <gasps> intelligence feeble and wisdom... Mind? Go Jesus to, Christ! I seem to have decided not to keep modify memory, so <laughs> now he has an intelligence and a yeah. charisma of one. You have oh. ruined his life. <clears throat> and yes, the other guy yeah. can't talk because he will lose his spellcasting ability. And all the big guy can do is drool. <laughs> yep. So I look at this guy. It's not really say, that much of a change. You see that guy? See that guy right there? That could be you, but we're going to send you on your way and just know that it might be you if you don't mind your business. I don't really see much of a difference. Fair point. Just get out of here. Be All right. He's just going to rub his palms together and they're going to start to glow. (laughs) And he's going to start to reach towards the skinny guy and just say, He's just going to try to like slide past you. He is leaving. (laughs) I swat him on the ass on the way out with my axe. I'm like, so. He's like, you hear him as he's leaving say, this town gets weirder every day. And then he's gone. (laughs) I love him. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Carrie again at Dice Tales Live, and we want to thank you so much for listening to that awesome episode. Of course, we got to throw a big thank you as well to our awesome sponsors and friends of the show, GamingPaper.com, Helpful NPCs with the Character Case, and of course, Sirenscape.com. You guys are absolutely amazing, and we cannot thank you enough for your continued support in this wacky little adventure that we are all on together. And of course, thank you, the loyal listener. If you decided that you liked anything you just heard, please feel free to follow us on all the social medias. We are Dice Tales Live on all of them. You can go listen to our entire backlog of episodes over on Spotify or watch the few that we have done on Twitch over on YouTube. And please feel free to follow us on Twitch so you can come to a live show once in a while and uh, take a look and interact with us in the chat and see what we are all about. Thank you again so much for listening, and we sure hope to hear you back for episode number 92 of Dice Tales Live, Damned If You Don't, part three. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>